Hey, roomies. On today's Same Room episode, Angie and I are going to have a conversation with Yvonne Orji. We're going to talk about her new book, Bamboozled by Jesus. If you don't have a copy, you definitely need to get one. On this episode, we're going to talk about just her journey in general, the unexpected turns in her life, and even through all the twists and turns, how it always led to a blessing. Like, you definitely don't want to miss this. You know, Yvonne, it's so amazing just, first of all, to have you here with us in the same room. I believe, like, we're always celebrating your life, and I love it. You know, I, it's almost like your life is for the culture. <laughs> Girl, from your mouth. Jesus, you hear that? Okay, cool, cool, cool. I appreciate because that. every time something is happening for you, there is so much, like, just authentic and genuine joy that comes out of everyone, and it's everything you represent, that your joy literally is our joy. I and I feel that. And yeah. it, sometimes it surprises me, like, y'all really want me to win? Like, yeah. I appreciate y'all. You know what I mean? But I also love when other people win. So, I, yeah. you know, it's kind of like what you put out, like, you get back. So I, I've been feeling the love, especially since the book came out. And I'm like, Yes, bamboozle. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of the book, we got to get right into it. Okay, I just started reading the book, and I'm on page 36. And... One of the funny things is how you came to Jesus. So yes. you talk about, and I just want to start there because we always got to get everybody's coming to Jesus moment. Yeah. Yeah. And you said you met Jesus on the way to the club. On so the let's, the club. can you, can we talk yeah. about that? DC, I was about to throw you, throw you, throw you, throw you. Yeah. Yes, I was a freshman in college and uh, I was headed to, it was Thursday night. I never forget, it was a Thursday night. And I purposely set my schedule so I wouldn't have classes on Friday. So it was a three-day turn-up weekend. I mean, what are we doing? And so I met a friend. Her name is Bridgette Perkins. We were um, on the same floor of our dorm at GW. And so we were like, yo, we, we about to go. We, go, we going out? I'm going out. I went to an all-girls boarding high school. So by the time I got to college, I was like, where to do that? Where to do that? Hello? Okay, I'm coming for you. And so she was just like, Hey, you wanna to go to this Bible study before we go? And I was just like, the Bible study. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he cool or whatever, but like, like right now, like, do you? And I think it, in my mind, I was just like, I love God, and I want him to genuinely be a part of our college experience. But like, we had plans, you know. And there's a poll involved because um, 2K and I had a poll, and I was like, I'm, 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 I'm definitely got a phone for my birthday. I there's no shame in in this uh, in this Negro spiritual. And so, but I was just like. Cool, let's go. Cause it was, I had I had like young faith. I, I was raised Catholic. I didn't know anything about like a like a non-denominational experience or anything like that. So I just was like, mm, okay. So I went, and there was this minister, and you know, it's it's like a young. It was called Word Up Bible Study with the exclamation marks. I was like, oh, Word Up. So it was right in line. It was yeah. It was it was very it was very um, like cool, right? It was like the faith faith was presented in a very cool way. And I'll never forget, it was the minister, Dr. Lindsay Marsh, and, uh, well, now Dr. Lindsay Marsh Warren, and she was fly. And I was like, oh, you can love God and, like, be all of, like, all the way fly? Like, I'm sign me up, because Catholic Church, it was all priests, and it was just, like, cloaks. And I was like, where did this at? And so she was, she had gone to GW undergrad. She was in GW uh, medical school, which is what I thought I was going to be. So I'm, like, enamored by her. And I'll never forget, we were there, and she was just like, she was about to pray, and she was like, 
Daddy, we just come before you. And I said, who's she talking to? Who, like, she called God Daddy. And I said, oh, she got daddy issues. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, I never met anyone who was that intimate in their relationship with God. And it, it got me. I was like, I don't know what's happening, but I think I want to be down like Brandy right now. Like, mm. sign me up. And I got saved that, that night. I think I still went to the club, but I had a different <laughs> desire on the way there than I did, you know, before coming. And it was just like, there was something about her fate that was so infectious that I was like, no, I, like, I want what she got. Because if this is how you can have a relationship with God, I didn't even know this was possible, sign me up. And that's literally what I, over the years, have adopted that same, like, relationship with him. And so in the book, I'm like, if you've never experienced that kind of just, like, yearning to call Jesus your homie, like, and really have, like, a, a meaningful relationship. Like, I'd be asking God, like, what to wear before a date. I'm like, is this too much? Yeah. It is too much. You're right. She's going to take this off. Like, and it's just like, but I bring, I invite him into my situation. I invite him into my everyday. So when a big thing comes, it's not like, oh, hey, I know we haven't talked in a while. Um, can you help me out? So I, I, I offer that uh, ability in the book for people to kind of adopt that same Jesus is my homeboy mentality. And it's so interesting because you talk about being bamboozled by Jesus, which is why I love this, this title because it's so true. You talk about being bamboozled by Jesus and that was the first time you were bamboozled because yeah. you said that you wanted to be a virgin until 18, yeah. but then you went to this Bible study and all of a sudden you got pulled into <laughs> being a hoodwinked into being a virgin until you got married. Yeah, because that's what she was. She was like, yeah, you know, the Lord makes it easy. To, I was like, what? Who? Makes it easy. Well, she was just basically saying like the way he loves me makes it easy to sacrifice like the things that like we could you know look at as like the thing we need the most and then yeah. he's like is it really and i was like well if she can do it i guess i can do it and like i i saw the results i saw the blessing on her life and i was like all right you know if, if i because I, I want the best and anything i'm like i want to live in the best drive the best sleep with the best marry the best all of the above and i i saw somebody who was sold out for him in such a way and like her life personified the best for her. And I was like, well, these blessings are not limited to just her. So how do I get in on it? You know, it's like if you if you find if you see a girl with like a dope pair of shoes and she's like, I got it on sale. Well, where did you go? Like, tell me, give me the cheat code. Right. Um, and so that's kind of like what she gave me. It's it just came packaged in. Wait till you get married. And I'm like, but when Lord, your servant <laughs> is listening. <laughs> Well, that's where we really relate because yeah. I, first of all, I own the shade room. So when we decided to do the same room, I was supposed to be in the background. <laughs> I was very happy being behind the camera, like, you know, in the background. Jokes on you. Right. Right. Stephanie pulled me in one episode. I did one episode, which was the first episode. And I'm thinking, okay. And the first episode, God got jokes. I'm just. And like, then all of a sudden she's like, why don't you be my co-host? And I'm like, no. Like, ah, did not ask it, but here we are. Yeah, and then you, you've been bamboozled. Yeah, well, first of all, before I go into my story, I think it's so amazing though, like the whole fine print story from yeah. the book, because we started it and she's like, yeah, I'll be the producer. But the episode that she was on, it was just, you could see this is what God always wanted, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I really love that. But I think for me, 
Oh Lord, that was a whole bamboozle. <laughs> because I was going through a time in my life where I just, I knew like there was something, like, I knew there was more, mm -hmm. right? I knew that, like I encountered God at nine and I got into this space where I was just comfortable. Like I was, you know, like I was comfortable making money, but I wasn't really connected to the God I knew as a kid, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, God, what is it that you want me to do? Like, what is it? What is it? What is it? And the only instruction he gave me was, I want you to move to downtown LA and I want you to leave the business. And I'm like, okay, leave the business, do this, do that. I'm like, okay, I'm a, I'm a move, right? Mm -hmm. But I didn't know that God was going to trick me into ministry for moving. Mm. He's like, so, just if you just do this right. one thing, I got it. Ah, ah. Yeah. <laughs> so that was like, that was crazy to me just to see how it played out. But even in your life, like when you look back, you yeah. know, looking back at that girl who was literally just walking to the club. And when you look at where you are now, like, what do you say to Jesus? Well, you know, in the book, I talk about the fine print, you know, like don't read, don't, don't check the fine print because when you check the fine print of whatever God is asking you to do, that's when you tap out. Like, you know what I mean? Like Joseph had a dream and he was like, ah, oh, this is dope. Like, man, like my brother's going to bow to me. This is so cool. And like, he didn't realize that before that happened, he was going to be lied on, sold into slavery, put in jail, forgotten. Like there's a lot of things that happened. And I'm sure had he read the fine print, he'd be like, now nah, you can keep your bowing. Now y'all stand up, stand up. Now nah, I'm good. Like I'm really, I'm really good. But he would never would have gotten to be vice president of Egypt had he not, you know, just kept going and saying yes, even through all the things that everybody else probably would have tapped out at because God is not looking for people to tap out. Right. He's looking for people to tap, 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 tap in even when it gets gangster. I said it, I said it. So talking about the fine print in your book, there's this passage where you say so much for my big plans at 18 because we talked about how you were going to wait until 18 and then you got tricked into waiting until marriage and you say talk about a setup. Sure at 17 it sounded good to commit to remaining a virgin until I was married but what happens when the fine print still has me single at 37 and I felt like that was something that I really connect to as a woman I'm unmarried but marriage is one of my it might be my one of my biggest desires it might be not it might be up there it's up there so what uh, like knowing that you're doing uh, what God wants you to do, right? Yeah. You're being a virgin. That's something that a lot of people weren't able to do. I don't know me. I'm celibate, but I, I at least got a little taste, you know, before. <laughs> but you can know, I get an appetizer, Lord? I just, I just want a, a shrimp yeah. <laughs> But I've been celibate thing. for seven years, and it's hard for me because I'm like, well, God, like, how long you gonna do yeah. you do this thing? So for you, like, what keeps you on the road that God has called you on, despite the time yeah. frame? You know what I mean? For me. I've seen too much. You know what I mean? Like, I, God has, has already in my life let me know that timing is not an issue for him, right? It could be an issue for me, but it's not an issue for him. I popped with Insecure when I was 31. Like, most people get into acting when they, yeah. child actors, they, you know, they, like, I, they went to Juilliard or Yale school. I'm like, I just got off a bus. Lord, please, where do I go? Um, and it was, you know, for me, I was, I was doing comedy, um, and then I was hosting, like, African events, and then it was just, like, trying to get put on, and then at 31 is when my life changed. Um, when all my other friends were married with kids, houses, paid off all their bills, and I was like, well, I'm hungry, you know? Um, and so having gone through waiting in my life, 
for career-wise, which I actually think high-key is harder for God to make me pop as an actress than it is for him to bring my man. Like, it's eight billion people out here. Like, he can mm. he can bring one dude. Like, I, I only need one. I'm, I'm not, I, don't give me a buffet, because that's uh, too many choices. Minimize them. Like, right, bring right. me the dude for me. But I also, also knew that because of who I am, I'm not, I wasn't going to be the chick for everybody. Because, right. you know, that was the thing, too. Like, I'm like, well, can I just be out here dating and just, like, and it was just like, for what? For what? Because, like, I'm, I'm a very specific, and not even just on, like, the waiting till I get marriage tip, but, like, I'm a very specific yeah. person. And so my purpose is for a very specific individual. Yeah. And so I think once you reframe your mind to, like, how come ain't nobody checking for me? How come I ain't going out? To, like, no, 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 God, who is he? Like, I pray that in this season, like, he's getting his life together so that when we meet, I don't have to wait for him to be who you already called him to be. And so it's like when you know, like, yo, I'm looking for, it's like, it's like furniture buying, right? When you move into a house, it's like, yo, I want that. It's going to take 18 weeks to custom make. All right, because I want it in blush pink. I'm going to wait 18 weeks. Right. The, 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 the thing in our life is that we just don't, we don't have an 18 week. We're just like, it's open-ended. You know, so you, but it's, it's still the same joy because no matter how long you wait for that blush pink couch, when it comes, you're like, you're going to be excited. <laughs> and so do you remember, like, because even for me, like, because I, I connect with you on, like, I've been waiting my whole life, yeah. you know, but there are moments where, like, and that's something that I know without a doubt yeah. that God is going to do, right? Sure. Like, with, and I, and I connect with you, like, I'm also very particular, um, and I'm, and I recognize, like, I'm not for everyone, but I remember even having, like, a down moment, and I text you. Yeah. I was like, can you talk, because how are you doing it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, but one of my favorite scriptures is when um, Elizabeth uh, comes to visit Mary, and they said, blessed is she who's be who believes that what the Lord said about her will be accomplished. For me, like, I hold on to that. In those days and in those months, where I'm like, for real, God? Like, like what's popping? Um, blessed is she who believes. Like, believing is the DJ that gets the party started. Because it really all is like, when I, I turn it into a game. Because I'm just like, okay, uh, we going out? He might be here today. Where he at? You know what I mean? Like, I turn it into, like, it can happen at any time, yeah. any moment. So like my my energy is like, okay, yeah. okay, not tonight, but tomorrow. It's an expectant. So yeah. it's, it's like I'm, you know, you're waiting. Like you know, you know, your daddy's gonna come through with a phenomenal gift. And like no matter, for me, I've also like retrained my mind. Like no matter how long it takes, he gonna have to make it good on the back end. Like Abraham <laughs> had a baby at a hundred. Like he didn't die at a hundred and one. You know what I'm saying? That joker lived to like 180. Like whatever. Like I'm like. God, if, if if I meet him at 40, you, I better live to 120. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? We, we making up for lost time. Yes. You better hold these ovaries because I yes. also want kids. Like, yes. all things, like, it's not a surprise to you where I am in my life. And I will say this year specifically, I told God, I was like, hey, so here's, here's the thing. Um, this is my last year being single. Um, I don't know if you know, but God had actually already told me how old I would be, which is, which I, I, I appreciate him for doing it. Yeah. He didn't tell me, who he would be or whatever. He just told me what age I would be. Oh, and this was like a couple years ago. And I think that was just yeah. to like, get your mind off of it. You've yeah. still got time. There's some things I want to do with you. And I, he just gave me a number. He didn't say, is this a number? Was I'm it a be. vision or something like you heard? No, I heard. He was just like, I was writing my journal. He gave me the age. Oh, and I was you. like, it calmed me down because then it was like, oh, I have work to do. I have to focus. I have other things to that I desire to attain right. or and work on. And I, I'm not gonna front. Like this is the first year that I have actively pursued 
dating like I've actively pursued my career because a lot of times we're just like we want somebody and it's like that's just wishful thinking yeah. but like in our careers like if you're like yo I want something you're auditioning you're taking an acting class you're surrounding yourself with other people who are making moves and like you're actively working towards it and this year I was just like bet okay um I need to be as intentional in my love life as I am with my work life. Because something about being a Christian and like believing God, we just like put that on God. Like I'm just believing God for, and it's like, yeah, you can believe God for, but what are we doing in the interim? So like I got, even your career, like yeah. you, you believe God, but you had to do the work. Come to on, get. somebody. You so I got a book this year. I got a book it's called Calling in the One. It's a seven week situation. If you don't have it, get it. Um, and I did it with a friend and I literally was actively like, okay, cool, 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 cool. I got two, Therapist on deck. I, I got a black male therapist because I was like, if I'm gonna be in a relationship with a black man, I need to start asking questions <laughs> I early. Love it. I um, love it. And I have a black female therapist for everything else. So it's just like I literally was like putting things in place and like yeah. making space and making room too. One thing the book revealed, and I love it. She basically was saying a lot of us say the things we want, but we don't do work towards. We it. don't do the thing in us to uh, either attract or to receive the thing we want. So it's like, I want a man. And I, for me, my, the big thing was like the femininity thing. I know it's a hot button topic, like, you know, awaken your feminine energy, cook or whatever. I don't even know what that means. But I realized, you know, when I was in therapy, like, I was like, for me, therapy, uh, uh, femininity is like a cuss word. Like it just, I would say that, I would make a face, and my therapist was like, what, what is that? I said, something comes up in me and I don't like it. Like it's just, <laughs> femininity sounds mad. We, all these chicks, like damsels in distress. Like if you don't just go do what you got to do. You sound like you about to do like, a yes, like, I just, <laughs> like, I just was like, I what is it? That way. Like my sister always tells me, you're real masculine. And I'm like, what? And, and, then, and I just, and I, but I was like, you know what? I, I realized that there needs to be a change because not that like I can't be all of who I am, but like, hey, being this way hasn't gotten you the results that you want. So perhaps it's not that it's a bad thing. What about if you have a different relationship to it? Because for me, I, my mom is Nigerian. Like I saw strong women. Like yeah. I'm, in a, I'm in the comedy industry. It's like you, what you're not going to do. So it's just like I had all this like being safety. Girl, yes. Yes. It's, it's not about being it, It's not a joke. No. <laughs> and so I had to, it, but it's our, it's our cloak of defense. It's our protection. Our body's actually protecting us. And so... With, through therapy and through the book and just being like, you know what? I'm ready to receive. Yeah. Like I like something clicked in me this year and I was like, I've done the hard things. Yeah. I've worked really hard. I've been successful at that. I would like to do less now, Lord. Mm -hmm. Please yeah. send my helper. And just like even being able to have that shift, like I walk differently. Like yeah. I used to be in cars and it's like, even though I say I was the one, I was like, I want to get huge shivers. And then I'm in the car when like a dude is walking around and I'm just like stressing, like, so do I have to pretend? Like, cause I mean, I can just open the door myself. Like I can just open the door Man, myself. Man, that is a struggle. Yes. That is a struggle. And so it's like, girl, you're not even ready for the thing you say you want. Like shivery, like yeah. you, the, you shouldn't have to pretend like you're reaching to your purse and that's the reason why you couldn't open the door. No, you just sit. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And you walk out the car. Like, so just even being able to accept that and sit in that, even though it was the thing that I said I wanted. And so that's when I was like, oh, I wasn't ready before. I was just saying I was yeah. ready. Like everything you just said is so beautiful, right? Because you're also talking about like when you have a desire from God and a, when you have an expectation of what he's gonna do, mm -hmm. 
It's preparing yourself. And I just love how practical that is. But even in that, right, have you had those moments where, like, Akira, God, I know this is what you said. I'm, I'm in the position of preparation, right? I'm doing the work and I'm doing all this stuff and something comes up. But it's a counterfeit. Because we've all had those moments. I'll, I'll start with mine. Yeah. I'll, I'll start with my story. So um, I want to be a writer, right? I wanted, to, I wanted to be a writer forever. And I wanted to be a screenwriter. Mm -hmm. And so I got a deal with a big network. And I thought this was it. I was like, this is it. This is my big break. <laughs> like, I'm going to be, this is going to launch me, right? Yeah. And something about the deal didn't feel right with me. Mm -hmm. Because they, I was, I was trying, I, they wanted me to write about stuff I didn't want to write. It was, it was like a drug show. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I, you know, I already did the shade room now. <laughs> I like, the next thing I do, I gotta be able to, you know. Um, and it just, you know, we went to the town where we, the show was gonna be filmed and the mayor, we sat down with the mayor, we sat down with everybody just to get, you know, cause they wanted to talk to us. And they were like, please don't come here doing another drug show. Wow. They were like, please, like they were begging us, like, wow. don't do it to us. Wow. And I remember going home, I was talking to my family and I'm like, I don't feel right about this, but I can't quit because it's such a big network. Right. And I ended up getting fired because <laughs> the day um, my, my script was due, I was stuck in a it was Paris was having some protests and I was stuck in the, the at the train for like nine hours and I couldn't submit it. And after that, they were like, look, you're you, you, you know, we don't even think you're going to be able to have time to do this. And they fired me. But I knew that it was because it wasn't what. Yeah, that was like, but, but guess what? they fired me and then I got my big break. With Universal later to write for them, you know what I mean. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, that's where. If I was writing on that show, I wouldn't have been able to have this yeah. opportunity. Yeah. So that was my counterfeit. That was my counterfeit promise, yeah. you know. So have you ever had one um, like that? Yeah, I mean, in relationships and at work, you know. I mean, it. There, there are those moments. But for me, all of the things that were a shedding, they were transformative, right? Um, like a relationship that ended was the thing that like got me into therapy and I was like, hold up, why did I accept all this foolishness? <laughs> like, what the, wh where was I? Am I like, cause it's like, I'm not that chick. And so it was just like, oh, I was just literally checking boxes. So the things that I thought were, that like were good. It was like, nah, boo, you, you, you thought that was you were walking in faith, and like it could have been because I had I had so much faith because my, my I'm like my faith can turn an L into a W. Come on, <laughs> and but it was just like no, I I actually needed this to fall all yeah. the way down so that you could see like oh that's not what you wanted. That's what you thought you should have. Mm -hmm. That's actually not what you needed or wanted. Mm -hmm. um, and but it it started me on this journey of like really getting to know me intimately in like a way where it's like not only will that never happen again, um, but I am so much better. I'm the best version of me to be somebody's partner right now. Yeah. Um, and then also, just with work, yeah, the, there was a 2000, maybe 13, there was a deal that went so south. Like, I mean, just like sucker punched. And I had, but again, because I had so much faith, I was like, God, this is such a good deal. Like, let's figure it out. Like, I was, I was like waiting for the contract, but doing the work. I'm like, okay, as soon as the numbers come through and I, I sign on the dotted line, I'm gonna be ready. And I was like, hey, what's the, is, what is the contract that was what these numbers looking like? <laughs> and then they sent it and I said, oh, I, I may not be what you think I am, but I know that I'm not this, like, the, like this not gonna work. And I walked away from it because I was like, I'm, not, I'm never desperate. <laughs> like I'm not, I, there is some, there's something that's always been in me that has known like, 
I know my worth. It's, yeah. Niger- it's like when you go to the market, like, hey, don't play me. you can't, you can't <laughs> so out-haggle me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know I'm not popping, but I know I'm worth something. So when they when they brought the offer, I was like, oh, this this is peanuts. This is got I'm peanuts. I can't, I can't eat this. And so the deal went away, but I got, I got depressed because I was like, I had built it up to be like my big break. Like I was like hungry for it. You know, like when you're like, you feel like you're ready, and that that spiral led me to be the to be the person and to be the creative that actually did the trailer for First Gen, which got David and Oprah. Then like got me to kind of have a package to show the producers of Insecure. Like this is what I could do. Like I know I ain't got no like background and not a lot of credits, but like. So from your story yeah. though, like I want to hear yours too. And but from your story, you make it seem seem like um, your counterfeits promises were actually blessing. Blessing, yeah. Because like it was designed to bless you. In the book, there's a chapter called "I May Not Win, But I Always Win," and I've always believed that. I like is, there's something about that. It was just like, <laughs> don't believe me, just watch. Like I don't know. I don't know how this is going to shake out, but God got a backdoor blessing. You know, like in this industry, we talk about like back-end deals. I'm like, it may look like an L, but there's a back-end deal somewhere. And I, it may take me a while to find it, but when it shows up, I'm going to be like, that's what this was. And so for me, it really, a lot of life is a perspective shift. It's not even, it's not even like the bad things will happen. The bad things are going to happen. Like the breakup's going to happen. The deal's going to fall through. You're, you're, you're not going to do well on The Voice. Whatever it is, it's, it's going to happen. But what do you do when it happens? Exactly. Like, how do you how do you turn how do you allow God to turn that L into a dub? And I think when you're looking for that, you're you position yourself differently. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people, present company included, I got into a, a season where I, it was like righteous indignation. Like, how could you do this to me? I'm your favorite. It was like, <laughs> oh, if you don't sit down, I feel like God has called me a hoe at some point. And he'd be like, listen, chick, like, sit down. Um, but it, it is that thing of, like, I'm doing all this stuff for you. You know, I'm out here living right for you, like, whatever that means. And he's just like, I didn't say I was done. Yeah. I didn't that say I was so done. That is so powerful, too, because I feel like for me, even as a minister, right, I'm like, God, like, I'm your girl. You know, I'm out mm. here. And you just can't leave. Because I think for me, I, I see marriage as, because that's one thing I desire, right? And I see it as a protection, as a covering, mm-hmm. right? And I, like, and sometimes I love when you say perspective shift because this is the story you tell yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I could tell myself that, okay, Lord, this is going to be a covering because I don't want people to be distracted when I'm preaching, right? Mm-hmm. I need them to know that I'm taking. <laughs> and so you tell yourself this story, and you're like, God, like, I don't get it. I'm like, I, I would do anything for you, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And it's just like when you're saying, God is like, sit down and yeah. let me do what I'm doing. Like, you're fine. Because even when you talk about, you know, the whole counterfeit promise and how it's a blessing, because mm-hmm. for me, I remember when the Lord had called me to do a fast, right? Mm-hmm. And who wants to fast, first of all? I like food, right? I love it. And yeah. so I'm like, okay, cool. I went on the fast. I think it was like a 30-day fast, right? And I didn't have any, like, didn't know what the fast was about. I'm like, I'm, I was just praying. I'm like, God, well, I don't know what I'm fasting for, but whatever it is you're doing, cool. Yeah. So the last day of the fast, I remember, he, like, the Lord said, talking to me, he's like, you know, they're talking to me about stuff about my husband and all this cool. stuff. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, praise the Lord. I was, is this what the fast was for? The next day, this beautiful man, just beautiful. He was made on the Lord's day, right? 
not on the Lord's Listen, day. he is. Oh, wow. But so he randomly like hit me up on Instagram and I don't like I'm not someone that even checks D, like responds to DMs in any type of like other way. Right. Yeah. But I said, look at this man. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so we started talking or whatever and things move like really quickly. He's like, you know, I want to fly to California and see you. And it was just moving fast. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is it. This, I prayed and this prayer worked. Yeah, you we, know? we thought we found my husband at the same time. And they he were the, the same, same name. name. He the, the same, same. We, were like, <laughs> we were like, this is gotta be God. The same. Because she gotta be God. We met, I, I was like, hey, God. I, mean, I said, God is doing it at the same time with the same name. I said, But Shahi did not that time. <laughs> But the crazy thing was, like, even after we connected, all of a sudden, like, I'm seeing a whole different side of this person. So this is someone who, you know, initially is like, no, like, oh, you're a virgin. Like, that's great. I'm with it. And now they're switching on you, like, mm -hmm. waiting. And it's almost like they're trying to test you, right? Yeah. Like, when is this going to happen? And I remember just feeling like, God, this, this is not what you... <laughs> And then like Be, what? Your, your best would be like nah right it's, <laughs> not, it's not this and yeah. i love what you said so much even when you talked about like knowing yourself yeah. right yeah. because what god was showing me he's like when i'm telling you something is coming that gives you excitement that gives yeah. you expectation but you should know my what i bring to you yeah right the blessing me, of the lord making yeah. you rich and me no telling you something it. is coming is not going to make you sad or mm -hmm. make you feel like you know unworthy or make you feel like this does not look like me and then yeah. it started speaking to me within like what what does that say about me yeah that yeah. i was like almost willing to accept yeah. that and then it started a healing journey for me yeah. so is what you're saying like even the bamboozled message what i love about it is that even when you're going through the, your lowest moments yeah. it's still got trying it's like a bamboozle right god is taking that to like something it, you never thought about oh i talk in the book about um esther and just like I, what i love about that is it's like she it, it didn't say she was the prettiest <laughs> It didn't say she could cook. It didn't say she was the baddest chick. It, it didn't say nothing. It didn't say she was up or stuck. It, just, it was just like <laughs> God had favor and the yeah. king saw something in her, right? But in that, and in that, it was purposed. And so even though she got to be like, the, you know, she got to be the queen, it was like, but Mordecai was like, don't think that you, for such a time as this, boo, I am, you're, you're going to be demanded of, your time, your, your willingness. And I think a lot of times we, I don't know, like we try to like finagle things. It's like, there was no finagling. Like Esther just happened to like fit the description, yeah. to be honest. And God was like, if she got a willing heart, I can use her. Yeah. Like, but I'm gonna put her in position. And a lot of times what he's doing with us is putting us in position. But when he like makes the man, it's like, I need you to like pivot. And when she almost didn't pivot, it was like, oh, it's not gonna end well for you, chick. Like, cause like, we inviting you into this situation. Right. We don't need you. Right. And I think for us, you know, when you think about our, our single life, it's like, we are in position mm -hmm. for a, a bigger purpose. Like, yeah. you know, if, even if that purpose is to be a stay-at-home mom, like whatever that is, like your child with your like attention every day could be a change maker, like whatever that is. And so it's like, I, I I'm so excited because I'm like, you, you ain't not gonna give me, for me, I ain't gonna front. For me, my big thing was like, I don't wanna settle. Like, I'm like, God, I don't wanna settle. Like, that was like my, I'll fight you. Like, I'll, I'll fight you, like I really will, in these streets. I, don't do it. And it was just, I was so scared because it's just like, you know, I, I liken it to this. Like, 
when you're poor and you get like massages on your birthday, like you and you like deep tissue massages, you, you're, you're so anxious to make sure that the, whoever the masseuse is knows how to get you a spot. Like you, <laughs> you, you've been saving up all of these knots for, exactly. for 50, 11 years. And you're just like, please let her be good. I don't want to be disappointed because you know the next time you get a massage is going to be like six, seven months from that, right? Yeah, yeah. But when you got a little, you stack some coins and you get massages every Friday, you're just like, ah, that was good. I'll see you again next week. You know, like if if one week is bad, it don't it don't phase you because you like I make it for next Friday, and so but like when it comes to dating, you're just like I am, I'm so I, I need this one to be the best one, and you put all this pressure on it. It's just, it just it it kind of chokes the life out of what yeah. God can do with it. And so when you like fall back and be like, you know, God, I know what I want. And I've told you what I want. Um, now I'm gonna let you supersize it. Like exactly. I'm gonna let you. I hope it's the same way, but I, you also know better. You also know more. Cause like for me, I'm like, oh, I want to be. I think about my life, especially in this way. It's like I want to be an actress. God didn't say uh, you're gonna do a guest star. <laughs> You gonna do uh Oh wait, hold on, because I wanted to talk about that. <laughs> yes, because I don't know if you remember years ago. I think this was 2014, before you were on Insecure. Yeah. I met you. Mm-hmm. Of course, you don't remember. Yeah. I, I, no, we, 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 we've met several times. We met several yes. times, but I met you when you were hosting Denny's Vision Board yes. Party. Do you yes. remember that? Yes. And <laughs> I was at that time. I was working for a motorcycle shop, mm-hmm. and I had put on my vision board that I wanted to be a writer. And I know that you were in my group, but I forgot what you. I, I don't know what you put down. For your vision, I board. had all the dreams. It was, it was. I know comedian was one, yes. but you were already doing it. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting to see you now. And so when you talk about the fine print, you had to go through eight years with your family. You know, kind of being on the outs. You had to go through poverty, yeah. all of these things. What can you say to people who about the, you know, expecting the unexpected on the yeah. journey? Yeah, and even just to to finish what I was saying in, in that in that regard. I wanted to act. I was like, that's it, I wanna act. And the steps to acting are literally feature, guest star, you know, may, you know, maybe recurring, and then series regular. But because I was incubating in oblivion, I was incubating, I was dealing with me, with my character, dealing with me, like, cause he was like, all the success is gonna come, I don't care about that. I care about who you're gonna be when you're successful. So in the background, when there is no light on me, when there's no shine on me, it's easier to build when like, all I got is you. And he literally was like, now that we're set here, let me go ahead and skyrocket you over here. So there was no recurring guest star. It was like, no name somebody to series regular, number two on the call sheet, HBO, like, you know, whatever. And so I, in my mind, I'm like, if he did it before. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, what that look like in my relationship? Like what that look like, you know, cause it's like, you know, in, in every area, cause I'm like, ah, I'm not the chick you're dating for five years. I don't know who you are, I'm not. And like, we, we don't have five years. And, that, and not that I'm trying to rush it, but I'm like, we not, that's not, that's not God's best for me. That's like, not even my story. Not, mm, you know what yeah. I mean? And so, for, but I'm just like, okay, it, that's why I'm just like, I don't even know where it could come from. Like, mm. I, like I may, he, maybe he's in Brazil. I got to go to Brazil now. Like, I, I may not have even traveled to where he's from. Right. You know what I mean? So for me, I, I take the way he did it in my career. I'm like, well, dang, like, I can't even box him in because he surprised the heck out of me in this way. So what else is next? Mm. And so even to your question in terms of like, the like the fine print and not knowing I not knowing is part of the game I think if we understand that and really internalize like not knowing is literally an ingredient in the sauce 
then we can continue making the food. But so many of us are like, we don't know. And then it stops us. And it's like, nah, boo, you're not supposed to know. Yeah. And it's like, if you accept that, you wouldn't be disappointed. Like just that perspective mm -hmm. shift. But something that amazes me, right, with this book, and it's the title, first of all, mm -hmm. because when I see you on, like talking about the book on different talk shows, right, mm -hmm. Ellen, yeah. um, Jimmy Kimmel, what I also see is the gospel being proclaimed, mm -hmm. right? When they're saying the title, bamboozled by Jesus and and all the amazing shows that God is going to have you proclaim just the message of this book that he's done through your life like I think it's amazing how in the beginning you talked about the lady who impacted you in such a great way that you're like I want to know your God because you're living it mm -hmm. right and seeing the fruit that is you like literally you are living what people would now say God, bamboozled me. How does that feel though? Like knowing that just by giving your book, giving someone your book, yeah. is the gospel being proclaimed? I didn't even, honest to God, I didn't even think about it like that. <laughs> I, and, I, and I'll be, and I'll be real. I'll be real yeah. with you. Like I, it didn't even hit me. Like because for me, I was like, that's just the like that's the title. Yeah. Like there's no, there there were folks who tried to get me to change the title or you know like can we just call it bamboozled? <laughs> <laughs> you know, or what about bamboozled by God? Because a lot of people yeah, believe in God. You know, a lot of people believe in God, but not everybody yeah. believes in Jesus. Oh, you know, there, there are a couple uh, book places that won't carry it. And I'm like, okay. And you know, we just want to prepare you because, you know, the major markets, they're not going to, you know, pick it up because you're kind of, you know, and I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, but let that be also a bamboozled moment. Right. Like, like and, and the thing, it cost me something. Like, I'm like, I'm not even going to front. Like, I'm not even going to act like it didn't cost me guap. It didn't cost me headaches and time and chest pain just to be like, nah, I'm, this is what it is. Like, cause I'm not, I'm not watering it down. Like I even had a pastor tell me like, change the title. She was like, hey, you and I both know what we're talking about. But like, you know, you'll get more readers if you just change the title. Wow. And I was like, But isn't it yeah. number one on Amazon? It sure is. Hey, and, and we are gonna sale. see it okay. on New okay. York Times bestseller. We're gonna see it. That reminds me of when Kanye said, "You can rap about anything except for Jesus," and his song went number one. Like, and he even no, said it know. with his album that there were. I mean, it's sad that there are pastors actually that told him. Mm -hmm. You don't need to call it Jesus yeah. is King. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, why are we afraid? Like, don't we believe in the God that we serve? A lot of people don't. Because we say we do, but we don't. Like, and, and, and But the thing is, like, I'm not concerned about that. Because yeah. I'm not here. I'm not on a mission like, you must believe in Jesus. That's, I didn't say none of that in all yeah. of the book. I'm just saying it's for me and my house. Like, this is what the title's going to be. This is what my testimony is. I, like, this, this is it. Yeah. And... When even when the pastor told me that, I was just like, my mom was just like, wow, God, like, who got to her? Like, who got to her? And like, who has she gotten to? Yeah. And often the question I'm asked the most in, in different circles is, how are you able to be um, a Christian and be in entertainment and, you know, speak so loudly about your faith? I was like, I didn't know I had to choose. <laughs> I, didn't, I like I didn't. Nobody told me I couldn't. And I'm like, who told you you who told you you couldn't? Because yeah. that's the thing. And I'm not out here like, if you don't believe in God, then me and you can't rock. Because then that, those people are crazy. Like I don't, I also don't <laughs> hang out with those kind of Christians, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like even like I, I like real talk. Like I'm I'm not I I, I I joke, but I'm just like, God has balance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can be fully yourself in this industry. And as long as yourself is not whack, like it'll be accepted. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so like even 
insecure. There are things that I, I don't do in my personal life, but I have to do in, in, my, in my character. And I'm not there. Like, I didn't show up season one like, so because I love God, <laughs> what's not going to happen? They're like, oh, okay. Hey, uh, we got another cast. We got somebody else in this chick. And, it, it, and it, it's like the Bible says, be all things to all people. And like, it, like you got you to gotta know how to, I'll put it like this. I think when you know who you are, no one can take you away from you. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't know yeah. who they are and who they can be, right? They, I just was dumb enough to look at God as not as a crutch or not as a thing to like not help me move forward, but as the, as the ultimate come up. I looked at it as like, I mean, who else gonna do this but him? You know what I mean? Like who else I got but him? All y'all could go. He, Ninja, he the one that's gonna get me to where I need to be. So, and he he's going to use you to do it. So, how dare I be like I don't know him? Like I I'm not going out like Peter. And so, you know what I mean? So for yeah. me, it wasn't even it wasn't an option because I'm like I really don't I can't do this without him because also I think he made it he made my career and my life one that no one else can take credit for it. Yeah. Like it's not I, even if I try if I try to give the credit to anyone else, I would be a lot. And I think he did that on purpose because it's just like, he probably saw the, the stages and the platforms that I would be on. And when they asked, how did you first get into comedy? I'm like, Jesus. Because there's no other. Guys, I wasn't funny. I was bullied as a kid. Nobody was like, yo, slang these jokes. I was not, I didn't even know Hollywood was a thing. And so my inception story is, God told me to do comedy in a pageant. There's no denying it. Like. The people who knew me at that pageant, they were all nervous, like, who told you to do this? <laughs> like, and they were believers. They were like, so you're sure. And that's God. the Nigerian, like, Miss Nigerian yes, America. <laughs> they were nervous for me, like, chick, you gonna, you gonna slang jokes? You, we've been knowing you all this time. You ain't never said a joke. Like, a joke has never come from you. I was like, yo, fam, I don't know what to tell you, but this is all, this is all I got. This is all he told me. So here we are. Yeah. And that's how I know this wasn't me. So if it wasn't me, it's not up to me to sustain it. Like, it's so, it's so much easier to be like, you're up. You got it. Like, what's next? Because it wasn't me. Okay, I wanted to know, like, if we could, if you could say a prayer. Oh, okay. Um, for all of the people that are watching that may be in the process of the fine print, you know, like, yeah. they just, they just <laughs> seeing the fine print right now. Or they may be frustrated waiting for the promise. Or they want to be an actress. But um, they have these dreams and, and God is taking them the long route. Or maybe, you know, it doesn't look like what they thought it would look like. Can you pray for them for Absolutely. a second? Okay. Hey, Daddy, first of all, we just want to come before you and say thank you. Thank you for this opportunity to even be in this space, in this same room um, with you and knowing that the presence of God is here. And God, I just pray for everybody who's listening who needs a touch from you. I don't know if it's the hem of your garment. I don't know if it's a high five or a hug. Whatever it is, God, they need a touch from you. Um, they're, in, they're in a transitional stage. They're in the valley of indecision. They're God, they're, they're uncertain. There's a lot of things not going right. There's a lot of uncertainty of which way to go. Um, there are probably too many things going right. Um, wherever it is that they find themselves, God, I, I pray that you give them clarity of vision. I know that one word from you that's acting upon can cause an eternal, internal change in their life that they won't even recognize themselves this time next year, God. I pray that you meet every need exactly where they are, God. Not too high and not too low, God. Exactly where they need you to be. And Father, I pray that you give them the confidence to surrender. 
I pray that you give them the confidence to surrender to you, even when it doesn't make sense, even when it feels hard, even when it feels like they're going backwards. Help them to know that you, <laughs> you plus them equals a majority, mm -hmm. that no one can stop the plans from God on their lives, not even them. So God, I pray for the peace that surpasses all understanding, God, that they may surrender their logic to your goodness. Yeah. Because God, you're, the plans that you have for them are really of good and not of evil. And even though it feels like you're setting them up, God, you're setting them up to be the best version of themselves. And I pray that they believe that. I pray, God, that there may be a transitional shift in their mindset, a rewiring, a reworking, a, a, a upgrade, if you will, a manufacturer's upgrade, God. Reset them like we reset our iPhones. And Father, I pray that as they lean in to your goodness, to your word, to your will, uh, their lives will never be the same in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.